Shalom to all. Today's office is Shalmi Shviyas Daf Tess, and we are starting Chesamud Beis near the bottom with the beginning of the Gemara after the Mishnah. And in Vilzer's Daf, it's on Gimelamud Beis right at the beginning of the Gemara after Halacha Beis. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars, Merim Sar, Basri Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama should have an Aliyah. And Asar Yaakov, so let's all remember to daven and learn Beschos, all those being Meister Nefesh for Am Yisrael, that they should be Bari and Sholem in body and soul, and that we should have a Yeshua Bakar of Mamish. I think Gemara quotes Mishnah, Mazalbim, Adam, Mikshayas, Vachulu, we're allowed to do these things up until Rosh the Gemara asks, What about plowing the field? Are we allowed to plow the field for these Kishum and Dulum that are growing? We didn't say anything about plowing. So Gemara tells someone off on top answers, Tani, we've abreast, it says, Beferosh, calls Mashat Motor Lachrosh, as long as it's permitted to plow, At Motor Lizabel Adder, we're allowed to fertilize and to hoe. And in Ainat Motor Lachrosh, if you're not allowed to plow it, Ainat Motor Lizabel Adder, you're not allowed to fertilize and to hoe. In other words, the previous Mishnah that spoke about plowing was referring to an empty field that he wants to plant right now, and that's Motor only until Pesach. But if it already has something growing in it, it, like over here, it has Kishunim Diluim, one is permitted to plow all the way to Rosh Hashanah because it benefits what's currently growing. The Gemara continues on Rabbi Yisra. Rabbi Yisra says, Umas Nisa Amr Kain. We have a breast that tells us this Beferosh. Our Mishnah says, Mizablin Ma'adin B'Mikshayus U'Midlois Ad Rosh Hashanah, Bechain Beis Hashlachin, and also in a Beis Hashlachin, which is a field that has to be watered by hand. And Mitani Allah, Bryce was taught on that. Harshin Beis Hashlachin Ad Rosh Hashanah, a Beis Hashlachin is allowed to be plowed up until Rosh Hashanah. Now Rabbi Yisra, Rabbi says, Ad Lifnei Rosh Hashanah Shloish Yamim, it's allowed to be plowed up until Rosh Hashanah, only up until three days before. Rosh Hashanah, and why is that? Kadeshi is Ravi Sharish, in order that he could plant a seed and that it takes root, because it takes three days for the seed to take root, and also Vigita to plant the tree via Sharish and have that tree take root as well. Rabbi holds that we're only allowed to do this up until three days before Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara just asked on Rabbi's Shita, and the proper girsa is Ve'ilan, Isash Rosh Hashanah, Yamim. It only takes three days for a tree to take root. Rabbi used the Lashon of Vigita, which means to plant the tree, and he seems to say that we're allowed to plant the tree three days before Rosh Hashanah because it only takes three days for it to take root. How does that make sense? It doesn't take three days for a tree to take root. So my answer is that we're not actually talking about a tree. Rabbi Yomir, Rabbi says, The proper girsa is Yamim. A person is allowed to do this up until three days before Rosh Hashanah. So that he could plant rice and it will take root. Or In other words, when he used the word planting, that doesn't mean to plant a tree. It means to plant rice. And this word is used sometimes for rice planting. And it does take rice only three days. And we had said in the Mishnah, Miyablin. what is that? The Gemara explains, That's removing a which is like a war. It's some sort of growth on the tree, which is not good for it. Mefarkin, we can remove what is that? Ba'alin, that's leaves that are no good for the tree. They're weighing it down, so we can take those leaves off. Ma'afkin, the Mishnah said, what's that? Isila avak, we could put dust or dirt on the exposed roots. And ma'ashnin, what's this? Mitaninon law, we put smoke near the tree in order to get out all the worm. And Tani, we have a brisa that says, Mechavnin mitzadidin. We can be mechavin and mitzadid. What does that mean? So mechavnin means, mechavnin law, we can direct the tree, which means we could put it straight. If it's leaning towards one side, we could pull it and make it straight. Mitzadin, what does that mean? So Chavrai Amri, the colleagues in the base manager said, Aisala Daikrin, that's a proper girsa, we can make a fence of thorns around it to protect it. Rabbi Yisa Aymer, Rabbi Yisa comments on him making a tree straight, Tailala Evan, we can hang a stone on it. In other words, this tree is leaning one way, so we bend it back all the way the other way in order to straighten it out, and then we hang a heavy stone from it that it doesn't bend back to its original position. Furthermore, Tani, we have a brass that says, Mivatrin Umeshamtin, we can do these things. What's that? So Kenim Hasnisa, this is what the brass is telling us, mevatrin begefanim. Mevatrin means to release or to remove, and that's referring to gefanim, grapevines, meaning if there's vines growing too close together, we can take some of those vines out, and this is even on Shemitah, because this is just maintenance for the vines. Umeshamtin bekanim, when we say meshamtin, that's the same thing. It means to remove something that's growing too close together, and that's just the word that's used in regards to kanim, which is reeds. And we continue explaining this, makam kaidim lachag, in a place where the minig is to remove these things before sukkis, mevatrin meshamtin kaidim lachag. So we're allowed to remove them 
before Sukkot, and this is even on Shemitah, as we said. La'achar Chag, and if it's a minute to remove them even after Sukkot, so we can remove them even after Sukkot. Now, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon qualifies this and says, This is only if he cuts it from the bika and above. A bika is the knot. We know that as a tree or a reed or a grapevine is growing, so there's little knots in the wood, and so he's only allowed to cut it up until the lowest knot. He's allowed to totally uproot it from the ground. Now, Rabbi Yirmiya says, B'Shem Rabbi Shaya, and Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha says, then Rabbi Yesi Bar Chanino, who says, B'Shem Rabbi Chama, Avoid Rabbi Shaya, the father of Rabbi Shaya, the night of Sakfutz and Ima, he could take everything that's gathered along with it, meaning he's allowed to take all the offshoots and all the branches that are attached to this thing that he just cut down. Now, continue to explain the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon had said, He's even allowed to take leaves off of the grape clusters on Shemitah. Now, this refers to removing large leaves which cover the grapes and hide them from the sun. And this is mutter even on Shemitah because it's only usher to do something that's a benefit to the tree. However, one is allowed to prevent it from getting ruined, and this prevents the grapes from going bad due to a lack of sun. However, now the Gemara asks, It seems to me that we have a contradiction in the Shita of Shimon. Tanin Taman, we learned over there in a Mishnah, which is later on in this parak, one's allowed to water rice excessively on Shemitah. That's what Shimon says, but one's not allowed to trim the dry branches. And over here, he says this, if over here is allowed to remove these leaves that are covering over the grapes, why should he not be allowed to remove dry branches from the rice? So Gemara Tassan based on top answers, over here it's different, because it's like he's saving it from a fire. In other words, as we explained, when he takes the leaves off of the grapes, so it's like he's saving them from a fire from getting ruined, because if these leaves are not removed, they're not going to get enough sun, and they're going to get totally ruined. However, in regards to rice, if he removes these dry branches, so the rice which is currently growing on the rice plant is going to be able to grow sturdier and stronger, and that's bringing benefit to the rice plant, which is not allowed to be done. Continue to explain the Mishnah, we said Misaklan out Rosh Hashanah V'chulu, that one's allowed to clear his field of stones up until Rosh Hashanah. As the Gemara Tamantanin, over there in the third parak we learned in a Mishnah, Hamasakal Sadei, one who's clearing his field of stones on Shemitah, he could take the upper ones, but he has to leave the ones that are touching the ground, but over here we say this, meaning our Mishnah is telling us that we're only allowed to clear our field of stones up until Rosh Hashanah, and there's no clearing the field of stones on Shemitah, but that Mishnah says clearly that one is allowed to clear the field of stones on Shemitah. So Rav Yenner, Vienna answers, Kan Batolish, Kan Over here, meaning in that Mishnah over there, we're referring to stones that are detached from the ground, meaning they're just lying loosely around, and they're not stuck into the ground, so we're only allowed to remove the upper ones, but not the ones that are touching the ground. However, in our Mishnah, we're talking about stones that are in the ground, they're stuck into the dirt, and he has to really uproot them, so that's only allowed to be done up until Shemitah, because that's like the ones that are touching the ground in that Mishnah over there. Now, going on to explain the last part of the Mishnah, Rip Shimon had told us that as long as I'm allowed to do a Vaida on the tree, I'm allowed to be Mephasal the tree. So on that, Amar Bies Rabiesi says, Havin and Sovereign Maymar, we originally thought to say to Rab Shimon, the proper girsa is Kirabanon, that Rab Shimon holds like the Rabbanon of the Mishnah, meaning he holds like the Tanakama, and which opinion of the Tanakama we're referring to, Bikirsum, when we're talking about trimming the dry branches, if you turn back to the Mishnah on Chasam Rebez, you'll see that Rab Shimon is the last opinion, the second to last opinion is Rabbi Yeshua, and the first opinion is the Tanakama, the Rabbanon, Mekarsamin, Mizardin, Mufaslin, Ad Rosh Hashanah. Rabiesi is telling us that originally they used to think that Rab Shimon and the Rabbanon were saying the same thing, and that means the Inun trained Tanoin, these two Tanoim, Rab Shimon and the Tanakama, they both hold the same thing. Mesaklin Ad Rosh Hashanah, Mekarsman, Mazardin, Mefaslin, Ad Rosh Hashanah, Kirabanon, 
they're both one in the same opinion. Whereas Rabbi Shua and Rabbi Shua says, And as we explained in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shua's opinion is that the same way that we're going to do work on the trees of the fifth year, so too we're allowed to do work on the trees of the sixth year into the seventh year. In other words, Rabbi Yesi is saying that they used to think that Rabbi Shimon and Rabbanon hold the same, that these avodas are only permitted in the sixth year. And Rabbi Shua is the one who argues allowing certain avodas even in the seventh year. However, afterwards, he realized that there's really three opinions and not two. There's three different Tanaim, three different opinions. Number one, Mesakan Ad Rosh Hashanah, we're allowed to clear a field of stones up until Rosh Hashanah. Mekarsman Mizardin Umafaslin Ad Rosh Hashanah, Kirabanon, that's Rabbanon's opinion. Whereas Rabbi Shua, I'm Rabbi Shua says, Kizirudoch Bisula Shachamishes, Vachin Shalshishes, Afilu Yosermikan, even more than that, meaning Rabbi Shua holds we're allowed to do work even in the seventh year, since it's benefiting the sixth year's fruits. Whereas Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon argues, and he says, Calls Manchani Rashai Bavaitis Ilan, Rashai Nibi Bisulai. And when's that? Adoatzeres, only up until Shvuis, and not even up until Rosh Hashanah, like the Tanakhama holds. So it's three opinions and not two opinions. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.